The Beat Church, bringing you messages of inspiration, hope, and freedom. Turn up the volume and get ready for the truth that will set you free. Okay, this is a, this is a 35-minute, quick, fast, to the point. No, this is good. This is good, guys. Well, well welcome. Uh, just, it's just exciting. Thank you, Carrie. And I am going to be here and eat everything that anybody brings. <clears throat> love food. How many of you love food? Oh, I love food. That's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about food, spiritual food, daily food. God said that we should take our food daily. Daily. How many of you eat daily? I think I eat twice daily sometimes, but we eat. And so I want to talk to you today about be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Three times. Be strong. And there's a reason. Three is is a number of the Trinity. How, How many of you know the Trinity? The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And in this scripture, in, in the book of Joshua, he, he's talking to Joshua after Moses leaves. And he's telling Joshua, Joshua, you need to be strong. And then he tells him again. He tells him a few things. And he says, Joshua, you need to be strong. And then he tells him a few more things. And then he's taking Joshua into the promised land. How many of you want to go to the promised land? Jesus paid the price to take us into the promised land. But then the third time, he says, Joshua, I command you to be strong. So how many of you in the military, any, any veterans here? How many of you have orders? And they command you. They give you some orders and they, they're, they're commands. You can't say, no, nah, I don't want to go over there. I didn't, I didn't call to go overseas. I came to serve here. No, they give you orders. It's a command. And so the third time he tells Joshua, it's a command to be strong. Well, how, do you, how are you going to be strong in the life that we're living in today? How many of you know there's so many things happening in the world today? So many challenges. Everything that's going on, you see it in the news. You can see it. And I don't have to repeat all that stuff. But you already know. You know. You know the challenge. You know even at schools. Some of the times we're afraid for our children at schools. Some of them get hurt. But there's so many things. How do we stay strong in the world that we're living today? We've got to learn to be strong. Not just in the physical realm, but in the spiritual realm. uh, Many of you know about the boxing that we do. They have to be strong to get in the ring. And they can work out all they want. We can teach them how to box. But if you're going to learn how not only to work out, but there's, there's a second part to the working out. And that's your diet. In, 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 uh, in boxing, you gotta, you got to meet a certain weight so that you can fight that person. If you're not meeting that weight, they're not going to let you fight. You go into an upper class. You're going to fight the bigger boys. And then the bigger boys, I don't know, last night, I don't know if you're boxing fans, but Canelo and... Who was that? Triple G. Canelo and Triple G 
did a big boxing match, they had to fall on that weight class. So there's a lot to it uh, on diet. Now, anybody here ever try to lose weight? I'm still trying to lose weight. I've been trying to lose weight for the last 10 years. But it doesn't mean because I didn't meet the weight means you stop. Just because you don't see the results right away means you quit. God didn't quit on us. And so he wants us to continue. So I'm still, I'm going to lose that weight. Man, I'm going to stay strong. But 70% of our fitness, 70% of losing weight is in our daily diet. And that is a big challenge for me. Because, you know, you know what I'm talking about? You know the junk food junkie right here? You know, I'm talking about cookies, Hershey's, Round Rock Donuts. You know all that stuff, the Coke, the Snickers. Listen, how about those little Debbies? You can get, you get a whole box for $1.50. And, and listen, guys, that's, that's great. Those are things, those are things that we love to eat. It's moderate. As I get older, my doctor's telling me, you got to quit some of that stuff. Yeah, I stay in shape. I do a little workout. I do a little jogging. But that's great. But again, it has to do with our daily diet. Give us this day our daily bread. And just like we don't have any trouble feeding our flesh daily, snacking. Oh, you know, you guys like those snacks. One of, the, one of those snacks, you know, uh, anybody, Almond Joy, Mounds, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts, Mounds don't. See, you know that. What a marketing commercial, huh? Hey, I don't feel like a nut today. I'm up for a bar, a Mounds bar. But they, they do that, and these are good things. They taste good, but you know, a lot of it has sugar. It's not good for our system. Moderate. So just in that way, I want to talk to you about spiritual food. Spiritual food, our daily food that we need to intake. How much, how much spiritual food are we daily taking in for the challenges that are in the world today. It's a daily food. you got to take it daily. And Pastor Andy has a great thing to get you started. That's just, that's just a kickstart to get you started. But you know what? How many of you snack a small little piece of food for the whole day? No, you, you want your portion. You know, when I go out to Cafe 1431, I'm giving them a plug. Man, they make the best pancakes, homemade, nuts. Oh, man, homemade grits, homemade potatoes. Oh, I'm getting hungry already. But these are, these are, these are things that are physical but spiritual. How about the intake that, that we're bombarded every day with spiritual word, the TV. We're bombarded. How, how many hours sometimes? Listen. Today, I'm going to be sitting in my home, maybe crying a little bit, watching the Dallas Cowboys play. But that's a three-hour spiritual food. It's not actual food taken in, but you're watching something. What's intaking in your mind? What are the things, you know, some of the things that we see a lot? The news, 
movies, cable. You know, when I was growing up, Carrie, I don't know, I'm probably giving my age away. There was only three channels. See? Oh, you only have one channel. Very sheltered. So, you know, growing up, there were three channels for me. That was it. And at 12 o'clock, they would have the flag waving. And then after the anthem was finished, it would go off at 12 o'clock. That's it. No more. Nothing. You could change it. If you want to just continue to eat spiritually, just watch the But that was it. But now cable, man, you can get over three, 400 channels. And if you miss something, don't worry. You can get it. You can find it. It's something you got to have. I got to have, I remember, I got to have friends. I don't know if you ever saw friends. I was into that. I was in so many of these weekly shows. Now, how about these, these new uh, reality shows? You got to uh, uh, save it so I can watch it. AGT, all these things. And those, these are feeding our minds on a constant, constant day. And that's okay, but listen, how much spiritual intake are you taking to counteract any doubt, any worry, any fear? How, how much intake are you taking for the challenges that are attacking you today? There, there's only one way, and it's God's way. It's the word way. Focusing on that daily diet. And I believe, as, as a believer you know, I believe that how many of you like seeing victory in your life, breakthroughs, favor, blessings in your life? Well, listen, it takes a spiritual diet on a daily basis to see things change in your life. So I'm here to submit to you a spiritual diet that God's helped me in my walk, in my talk with God. Now, you don't have to do it, but... For me, I've been doing this. My pastor taught me when I first got saved 30-something years ago. I know I'm only 45, but, <laughs> but he taught me that there's a diet that we have to take. And one of the biggest things he gave me was, was he, listen, uh, he says, you need to take, you know, if a doctor told you to take some medicine you, uh, every day for 10 days, you would do it. Why? Because you want to get better. And so he told me that. And he says, listen, you want to you see breakthroughs in your life? You want to see faith move in your life? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing what? The word. Faith comes. Faith comes. Actually, faith comes if you'll read the word. And he says, so the most important, as a doctor, the most important thing is your heart. They look at your heart. Make sure your heart, because if your heart don't beat, that's it. It's over. And so he says, you need to get into Psalms, the book of Psalms. I go, yeah, I like Psalms. He goes, well, Psalms, there's 150 Psalms. And there's 30 days in a month, mostly except for February. But if you'll read five Psalms every day for 30 days, it's 150 Psalms. You read all the Psalms. Now, do you read one, two, three, four, and five? He says, no, not like that. Now, God showed him this. I'm just using it, what he taught me. 
But if today is the 18th, you read Psalm what? Okay. Add 30 to that, and what is that? Okay, somebody knows how. 48. Then you add 30 to that, then you read Psalm 78. And you read 30 to that, 108. And then you read 30 after that, one. It's, it's a daily diet that, that helps me because sometimes, you know what? Sometimes I miss my meal. Anybody ever miss a meal? And forget, you get hungry. That's right. Hangry. You get hangry. And so you have to get your meal. So I would do that. He, he taught me that. Now, if you read the book of Psalms, David wrote over half of the book of Psalms. And David is known in the Bible as a man after God's own heart. David was a man after God's own heart. So if you read the book of Psalms, it's conditioning your what? Your heart. Because what David was real. David wasn't perfect, but David let it out, and he would talk to God. He would cry out to God. And a lot of the psalms that you read, sometimes you're even going, you can associate with that because you might be going through that. And David's crying out to God, create in me a clean heart, O God, and restore a right spirit within me. And sometimes when you read those, and listen, when you read every 30th psalm, they all talk about the same thing. Is that a coincidence or is that a godsidence? They just confirm exactly every 30th Psalm. It's amazing. God wrote this book for our health. He wrote this book for our safety. Listen, the Old Testament, they didn't have it like we have it today. It's not just there to put in the, and, and say, listen, I, I see my Bible every day. I see it. It's sitting there on the coffee table like I used to. And then that's for your heart. And then you read one Proverbs a day. Who, uh, Proverbs is for your brain. Some of us need change of thinking. Some of us need to have, make some better decisions. Some of us just not make good decisions, but learn how to make godly decisions. And in the, in the book of Proverbs, if you know, King Solomon wrote most of Proverbs. And if you know, King Solomon is known as the what? Wisest king in all the world. He was the wisest king before and ahead. And there's no other that were as wise as Solomon. And not only was he the wisest, but he also was the richest. We need, to, we need some wisdom. And I tell you, when you need to make some strong, wisdom, uh, strong decisions, main decisions, major decisions, I'm telling you, wise counsel... With your pastor, wise counsel with godly people. But listen, get in the word. Need to make decisions today. One, one proverb a day. If you have 30, 30 days, how many proverbs? 30 proverbs. You read your proverbs a day. Uh, but this is, this is just a balanced meal. You know, when, when they prepare food, you got to have your diet, your, your, um, your eggs. What is that? Protein. You got to have your breads. 
And then, of course, you got to have those vegetables, those grassy vegetables. Uh, my wife's taught me how to, how to eat broccoli. She, it, when I married her, we would eat broccoli all the time. Broccoli casserole, broccoli this, broccoli that. Everything had broccoli. But, man, you know what? I love broccoli now with lemon. You ever put broccoli with lemon? Excellent. Thank you, babe. I, I, I was just a junk food junkie. I'm sorry, a junk food eater. And that's not that good. Moderate. But these are some things that we've got to get a daily diet in our, in our word. Psalms for your heart. Proverbs for your brain. And then we got to balance it. We got to read one, one chapter of the Old Testament. Start wherever. I love the Old Testament. And then one chapter of the New Testament. It's a balanced meal. So now you have breakfast in the morning with Psalms and Proverbs. Then you have your lunch meal, which is Old Testament. Take lunch as Old Testament and then dinner. You get in the New Testament and get some grace in you. Grace. There's, there's three meals that we know that helps our bodies, uh, keeps our bodies healthy, gives us the energy. We need three meals. And he was telling you, you need to have three meals spiritually. So I started doing that, and it's helped me. God has gave me some insight. He's changed my life. And, and, and then he gave me this, and I want to take you. Just He confirmed it to me. I looked, and if you go to the book of Joshua, a pastor told me that, and I was reading this, and God just confirmed to me why it's so important to have through nine. Look what he says, Joshua chapter one. I'm going to read uh, chapter one, verses five through nine. Uh, I've read it for 25 years. It's, in, it's, it's, it's been written in my heart for this, you know, uh, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you also. As I was with Jesus, I'll be with you. As I was with, with, with Jesus, I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you, but be with you always. And then he says, only be strong. There's the first one. He says, be strong and courageous. Or... Another translation says, be of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. For you shall lead these people to inherit the land that I swore to your forefathers to give them. He's saying, I need you to be strong and very and of good courage. Because you're going to lead people for the inheritance. See, Moses was, Moses was bringing them out. Joshua was his second in command. Joshua never left Moses in the good times and in the bad times. When nobody wanted to keep serving, Joshua was there with Moses. He didn't just quit because he didn't like it. People get mad at pastor and they'll leave. People get, oh, God told me to, God told me to come here. This is where God told me to be. Three, three months later, well, God's moving me. 
He's taking me, he's told me, he called me somewhere else. God's not a double-minded man. He told you and you're hearing from God. If, he's, if there's something negative, you need to, you're missing your daily diet. You don't just quit. You don't quit on your marriage. Or you shouldn't. Shouldn't quit on your children. You shouldn't. My wife wouldn't quit on her kids. Never. Right, babe? She's a bear. Don't even say anything about Jenny or Melanie. Look out. Probably Carrie too. Probably most of you moms. But you can say something. She can say something. But don't anybody say anything about their kids. So they don't give up. They don't quit. And he says, listen, I want you to be strong. This is your breakfast. I want you to be strong and be of good courage because you're going to lead people as leaders as you become strong in the Lord, as you become. See, Joshua stuck it out with Moses. Joshua says, I'm going to be here and I'm going to go into the promised land. There was over million, over three million people going in the promised land. Do you know how many people went in the promised land in that generation of Joshua's generation? Two, Joshua and Caleb. Because it says Caleb was of a different spirit. Caleb believed that they were going, well, there's giants in the land. Well, we don't know if we can take them in. Oh, they're too much bigger. We look like grasshoppers. And what happened? They didn't go in the land. They didn't go in the promised land because they were too busy focusing on the natural. Too busy focusing on the challenges too busy struggling with how are we going to do this but if God said it he'll do it if God spoke it he will bring it to pass because God is not a man that he should lie how many of you believe God's word it works his word works but we need to take a spiritual continue to take a spiritual daily diet and I like what he says here. No man shall be able to stand against you before you all the days of your life. Now listen, guys. This is Old Testament. And you're looking in the physical realm. Remember, the Old Testament is just pointing you to Jesus. The Old Testament is just a story of what the New Testament is about. Joshua, if you know the Joshua, the name Joshua means God is our deliverer. God is deliverance. The word Yeshua means Yeo, means God. And Yeshua means deliverer. And another word for Joshua is Savior. So he's a Savior in, in, a, in a, a picture of Jesus coming and taking him into the promised land. Listen, Joshua said, okay, Jesus, if you said it. And God is reminding Joshua and telling Joshua, Joshua, I don't think it was a coincidence that he told him three times to be strong. Because he knew how hard it is when you're going to take the land, when you're going to get your promises, when you're going to get the things that God has promised you, the enemy is going to attack you. You think the devil's going to say, oh, there he goes again. Uh, he's going to roll over and just play dead. Oh, he's going to try to attack your family. He's going to try to attack your finances. He's going to try to attack your marriage. He's gonna... But listen, we are those who are not afraid. 
God did not give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound, what? Mind. And so this, this thing, he says, no one shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Now, let's go to the New Testament. Jesus came. His name is Yeshua HaMashiach. God is our deliverer, Jesus. He's in the New Testament. He defeated, what did he defeat? Sickness. What else did he defeat? Disease. He defeated bondages. He defeated bad habits. He defeated everything on the cross. He, listen, he defeated all your sins at the cross. And he's bringing us into the promised land because of Jesus we can walk boldly before the throne. We can come and accept all that he has for us. It's not because of us. It's because of him. And because we love him, we follow him, and we begin to change the way we think. And as we change the way we think, we change how we do things. We're not normal. We have a spirit. We, we have a, a spirit that lives in a body. And God's trying to teach us how to live by faith and not by sight. And I love this. He says, sickness is not going to be able to stand before you. Disease is not going to be able to stand before you. Divorce can't stand before you. Your job, God has something better. If you lose a job, it's because God's got something better for you. Going through that 25 years ago, I lost this great job, crying all the way home. Oh, what am I going to do? And then pastor would tell me, it's because he's got something better for you. Yeah, right, pastor, yeah. Yeah, God's got something better for you. Okay, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He told me just to keep praising him. And you know, your flesh does not want to do that because it's thinking about so many things. You're being bombarded by everything. But if you have your daily diet, and when those uh, uh, attacks you're not right. You're no good. Man, how are you going to find a job? Man, you know what? Look at how you are. Look at you doing the same thing. Look at And all those attacks. When you have the daily diet, word keeps popping out. It's like a sponge. When, when you stick a sponge in a bucket of water and you pull it out, when it gets squeezed, more water comes out. So when you're getting squeezed by the devil, when you're getting squeezed by the challenges, when you're getting squeezed by the circumstances that you're going through today, listen, you know what should be coming out? Not bad words. Word should be coming out. Word, God, you are for me and not against me. Well, I was like this, devil. You're there, right, God? God, you're, you're there, right? But see, this isn't, if, if you're getting in the word, this is not your battle. This is the Lord's battle. This is what David said. It's the Lord's battle. So how do you stay in that, in that mode of not being afraid? How do you stay in that mode when you get attacked by sickness, when you get attacked by the enemy, when you get attacked by those things? How do you stay in the mode of peace, in the mode of joy? In the mode of blessings, when I'm not feeling that, I've been eating too much junk food. <laughs> 
Hey, it happens to all of us. I got I to gotta lay down some of the junk food I've been eating and get back in the word. Because word, listen, women, you're never going to change your husbands. I'm sorry. My wife's been trying for how many years, babe? <laughs> Too long. But, but the word changes you. The Holy Spirit will change you if women, you just get in the word and pray and, and show God has changed me tremendously. He's still working on me. But could you say he changed me a little bit? Okay, look at that. Praise the Lord a lot. Because it's the word. You try to change him by getting angry with them, by doing this and doing that. And, well, you're not going to do this. Well, I'm not going to do that. Listen, that doesn't work. You're doing it in the natural but if you're spirit fed, you're spirit led. And that's what's going to change them. Nothing will stand against you. Be strong. The first one, breakfast. In other words, he's saying, he said, be of good courage. He didn't say, be of bad courage. He didn't say, oh, don't be, don't be bold. Don't be afraid. He didn't say that. He says, I want you to be of good courage. In other words, he's saying, I want you to be bold. I want you to be fearless. And I want you to be brave because I am with you. And if he lives in you, he said he'll never leave you. So he wants you to be bold. Just hold him to his word. That's breakfast. You know why they call it breakfast? Because you're breaking your fast. Because when you go to sleep... You probably don't sleep. If you go to sleep like me, a little bit late, maybe you get six hours of sleep. Or sometimes, maybe eight. That's the most time you're without eating that night. So your body goes on fast mode, on a fasting mode. So when you get up and you eat, you just broke your fast. Some of us don't eat in the morning sometimes. I thought that was a good thing. You know, it's not a good thing. Only if you truly are fasting. But your body needs to get some nourishment when, it's, when you get up. Your body needs, your body goes into a fast mode. It goes into a safety mode. And it needs that, that food, even if it's just oatmeal, even if it's toast. It needs something to get into your system so your metabolism begins to kick in. And I was doing the opposite so that I could lose some weight. That's what happens when the doctor tells you you're doing it wrong. And get a little bit. And the more you eat, you know, if you eat five times a day, you lose weight. I've done it. And I've eaten here, a little bit here, a little bit here, snack here, snack here. Just eating the right things. And I'm losing weight. A little bit. But it works. And so in the same manner, we've got to take that breakfast seriously. It's breaking your fast. It's needing, it, your spirit is needing some manna in the morning. And the good way to start is every morning, Andy has it ready for us. He's already prepared the meal for us right there. Breakfast is why? Because it's important. Now watch this. Look at verse 7. It says, only, again, here's your second strong. He says, be strong. And watch this. He didn't say good courage. He's saying very courageous. 
that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may what? What is that saying? That you may prosper, watch this, wherever you go. I believe when I go to work, it's going to prosper. Not to be, what's that word? Pride, not arrogant, prideful. I just know that when I show up at that job and do my best, God has given me his favor because I know the word. And I would go to work saying this every day. Lord, it's going to be blessed. Everything you put my hands to, you cause to prosper. Why? Because the word says so. And I can tell you testimony after testimony. It'd be here too long. Let's go. And, and so he says here, look, he says here, your second breakfast. What is that? I mean, not second breakfast. Your second meal, lunch. You have lunch during the afternoon. And he says, I want you to be strong and very courageous that you may be able to obey all the law that my servant Moses gave you. And then he says that you may prosper wherever you go. Verse 8, this book, this one right here, this book of the law or of the word of God shall not depart from where? Your mouth. Now here's, Andy spoke about this prayer last week. Pastor said, but you shall meditate in it just during the day, just during breakfast. It says, Meditate in it day and night. Meditate upon that word day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. And as I meditated on that, it says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Well, how do you keep from saying the wrong thing? How do you keep from speaking the wrong words or speaking doubt, speaking worry, speaking fear, speaking these things that you're being challenged? How do you stop speaking Bad about someone like your boss or a family member or even a church member. How do you stop speaking bad even though it may be some truth in it, but God didn't call us to speak bad about anybody. He said to pray for them. Pray for your enemies. Well, Lord, but you don't know my enemies. You don't know who I have to work with. You don't understand, Lord. Well, let's start praying for him. And then lunch is, is, is to help you finish the day. You have lunch so that you can continue, so that you can finish the day out. So in our spiritual uh, word, when we take that word, it's to help you. Help you, watch what it says. Keep the word in your mouth. And he says meditate. That word meditate means to mutter. Not your mutter and your futter. It says to mutter. You know what mutter means? Inside. Just talk to yourself. Anybody ever talk to yourself? It's just me. When you mess up, man, what did I say? Oh, my. Or anybody sing, anybody sing on, when you're going on the highway, singing to your favorite song. Praise the Lord. I'm singing my way out. 
<laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, listen, guys. Last one. Let me get this last one in. I, I got a minute left. It says here, the third one, and this is where I'm going to finish. He says in verse 9, have I not commanded you? God is speaking to Joshua. I'm commanding you, son. Be strong and of good courage. And watch this. Then he says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid or dismayed. For I am with you wherever you go. You're not alone. If you'll stand up, God's going to stand up for you. If you'll trust him in faith, you're going to see those supernatural things happen in your life. God wants nothing more to see the miracles happen in your life so that we can shine in the world that we're living in. It's a dark world, and it's not getting any brighter. We need to see God move and operate in our lives. How many of you ready? Every head bowed, every eye closed. Lord Jesus, thank you so much that we could come this morning and we could hear from you. Lord, I pray that you will help us apply this this week. Lord, that we would start with breakfast, that we would have our lunch, that we would not skip any meals. What a great picture, Lord, of how you want to take care of our hearts and our minds, but it takes effort on our end. It's obviously a theme this week because our women are was on being strong and where our strength comes from. So, Lord, we just thank you that we know and you're reminding us that our strength comes from you and that we need to do our part to get in the word and to get with you to be strong. Lord, we just give you our week in your precious name we pray. Amen. If it is your very first time here, I would love to personally meet you. I have a gift for you. So if you would please come up here and introduce yourself. Everyone else, please go uh, to the chapel area. We always have snacks. And we would love to just, if you guys spend a little bit of time eating some snacks and hanging out, we love that. All right. Thanks, you guys. Visit www.thebeatchurch.com and get connected with a community committed to applying these truths in their everyday lives. You can also give now to support our messages by visiting www.thebeatchurch.com give.